0: Motherfucker.
1: You kinda... Uh, we're not all here for... To th- start off.
0: Sorry about that. Um...
2: Whoa! Come to the Pimple Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. I'm joined by always... Joined, as always, fuck me, by my
1: co-host... Marcus. Hello.
3: We had a uh, huge AEW Dynamite today with the return of Kenny By God Omega. Um, continuing the feud between Mox and Punk and even the announcement that that match between them is no longer at all out and will instead be next week. Um, I'm not keen on that, but... Yeah, unless unless they have like a match to unify the belts next week someone wins and then Mox is like no we do a Texas death match at uh All Out. Um or MJF comes back and it's Punk versus
1: MJF for the title at All Out.
3: Probably not, but
2: there's options, but yeah.
3: Um but the the biggest thing to talk about is Kenny returning he looks fantastic. He looks jacked as shit. Um and and he's still he's got a little bit rust still. It's it's been over 200 days since he wrestled. Yeah. Um but the dude is still damn good.
2: Yeah, he he looked tired and it made me a little nervous, but I'm hoping that He's kind of playing into it a little bit, maybe?
3: Yeah, it seems like that was kind of the thing with, like, his fucked-up knee at one point in the match where he acted like he couldn't run. um, He acted more dazed than normal. Um, But I think that's just him being really good at selling. Now, uh, before we get into the episode or even the news... Uh, we should talk about how we made predictions for the trios tournament, since that kind of kicks off within the episode. So, yeah, uh, we we predicted on every match, kind of bracket style, like March Madness style. Um, so, the first matchup, Andrade, Elidalo, Dragon Lee, and Roosh versus the Bucks and Kenny. We both picked the Bucks and Kenny to win. Death Triangle versus United Empire. We both picked United Empire. Um House of Black versus Dark Order on the other side of the bracket. I picked Dark Order. Liz, who'd you pick? House of Black. You picked House of Black, so we are posing there. I think, personally, that uh, Hangman's going to be siding with Dark Order after seeing Kenny uh, come back for the Bucks. Um... So then, Trustbusters versus Best Friends. We both picked Best Friends. And then now to the semifinals. Um, the left side of the bracket, the semifinals, we both picked the Bucks and Kenny to win. Uh, on the right side of the bracket, I picked Dark Order. You, once again, picked House of Black. Um, And then we both, for the finals, picked Bucks and Kenny. So... There, there, I think there is a chance for a tie. Yeah, there is a chance for a tie, but there could also be um...
1: Um... One of us could walk away with it.
0: Yeah.
1: So. Now that we got that out of the way, you want to talk about some news?
2: Yeah. Not a ton of news. Um... If I'm being poifitly honest. Um, the best piece of news is that the Yankees are back from a Nice.
3: The way I see it, when it comes to wrestling, no news is good news.
2: That's absolutely true. Um, we can start by talking about the fact that we're allowed to say wrestlers in a wrestling ring, so we may as well fucking wrestle. Hell yeah. Um... Also, apparently Mustafa and Cedric are a tag team now, like an actual tag team, mm. not just wrestling together, but like an actual tag team. Yeah. Um.
0: So okay, let's talk about.
2: Let's save WWE or AW. Sorry, let's save AW for last. Um.
0: By going in and trying to get to my bookmarks. Alright.
2: So, let's talk about Impact, I guess, first. Apparently, it is official um, at Lone Star Stampede, which is going to be August 26th. Um, The Good Brothers are finally facing Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Thank fucking God.
3: Yeah, and they're probably going to lose their titles, especially considering that they were... Um in the most recent episode of the G one. They were in a eight man tag siding with Bullet Club. Um with those impact tag titles. Um but considering they're back in Japan, I am sure they want to take it easy with their travel schedule and uh not have to travel continents um so much.
0: Yes
2: um i i I think that it really only makes sense and i think also at the same time i mean the good brothers really haven't been i think that the good brothers have kind of isolated the titles away from impact in that they don't feel like the impact tag titles anymore and part and parcel because they really haven't been working for those titles lately
3: yeah yeah i mean they haven't been on impact too much maybe on like little promos but that's really yeah
2: and i think that should the titles land in the hands of ogk that kind of um
0: i think that brings the titles back into impact
2: and it gives honor more like some credence
3: it does um which is definitely something they need but even if they did win those titles they'd still be a bunch of losers
2: Mark, are you, are you beefing with Honor no more?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking beefing with Honor no more. More like, Honor lose more.
2: Do you have like a feud set up with them for Impact or something?
3: Yeah. I I'm I'm gonna tag team with Scott Damore against OGK. <laughs>
2: oh, okay can't wait to see how that turns out.
3: And then it's going to be a one-on-six um, on handicap match.
2: But I thought you were tagging with Scott Moore. It was two
0: different matches. Oh, okay. I,
1: I, I can um, handle them all on my own, but I also wanted to give Scott a shot to uh, get some comeuppance.
0: That's fair.
2: That's nice of you. Um, Speaking of Scott Moore. Um, somebody is negotiating with Scott Demore and the rest of Impact. Um, Deanna Parazo, her her contract is set to expire very very soon, so it's looking like she's trying to negotiate with Scott Demore um, right now. Obviously, Chelsea Green is not working under contract with Impact,
3: so it's
2: an interesting little uh, kerfuffle they have there.
3: Dude, if I'm Scott, I am I am. Shelling out however much money it would require to keep Diana on because she is, oh my god, she is the best of that women's roster. Like she is incredible. Um, like like I know we we hadn't watched Impact much last year, Um, but we were very much considering Diana Perazzo for for uh, female wrestler of the year, just because she's had that much impact. <laughs> Pun unintended. Um. In the wrestling world, especially with how dominant her knockout's reign was.
2: Yeah. Um, And I think that it'd be a shame to lose her, especially now Vex has the titles for tag team.
0: Yeah. Um, I
2: don't know. But... That's looking. That, I think that would, I would say that's looking hopeful. I can't imagine that impact would let her go.
3: Yeah, and I mean, say say Scott does not re-sign her or does not like like does not fulfill her needs financially. Um, does she go to AEW? I don't like. Yeah, she would she would be great in that roster. But
2: if you're a woman's wrestler, I think you're going to WWE. If you want to get airtime.
3: Yeah. Tony Khan's not, not looking too bright for women's wrestlers. I think triple H yeah. might be where you want to be. Uh, in fact, a, a female led company led by Stephanie McMahon is might be where you want to be. And I think considering Deanna and Chelsea already have history with, uh, Uh, wwe and like that's where the whole vexed came from and where this tag team originated i think it's it's very likely that they could go back and plus yeah i mean we we saw it with w morrissey w morrissey after his his falling out with wwe made a killing on impact and and completely reinvigorated who he was as a wrestler reinvigorate his character and his presence diana has done the exact same and both of them i think are are easy choices for uh triple h and, and stephanie to pick up um yeah i i think that's kind of what impact is helping these wrestlers do is reinvent themselves to be uh um, to branch out into the bigger two i think right now wwe seems like the better choice of the two but
2: Yeah, I uh, if I were her agent, I'd be like, got one phone like for Impact, one phone for WWE, just like pressed to my ears at this point.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, she she would absolutely stand out in that roster. Like, imagine the matches Deanna could have, like Deanna versus Becky Lynch, Deanna versus mm-hmm. fucking uh, uh, Liv Morgan. Bianca Belair, like she, she would
1: be a star in that roster.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully she finds her way.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, in some NJPW news, in case you were wondering, nothing exciting is happening. The G1 finals have been decided. It was Okada versus Tamatanga and Will Ospreay versus Naito, which, guess what? It's Will Ospreay versus Okada at the end of the day.
3: Yeah, I mean.
2: If you're watching NJPW for something exciting and new, you're not getting it.
3: Well,. Yes, Tamatanga absolutely should have beat Okada, especially if you watch the match. Like it it was there. The crowd was roaring for Tamatanga. Like they they shouted for Tamatanga to fucking win. You would never believe that if you heard that like a year or two ago. Um and and at the very least Okada versus Osprey is better than Okada versus Naito for the fourth time this year. Um, and commentary was also talking about how, you know, Osprey turned his back on Okada to join United Empire, and that's the story behind this match going forward. Um, I I think it'll be fun, but at the same time we also got a new, a new first time match which was Naito versus Osprey. That's apparently never happened before.
2: Yeah. Saying I'd rather watch Zach versus Osprey for the thirteenth time, but you know, whatever, it's fine.
3: Um, that's the point. Tomatonga versus Osprey, that'd be better.
2: Well, yeah, I, I mean, for what we were given, that's what we should have gotten. Or Tomatonga versus Naito, either way.
3: I I but. still think the final should have been. Oh no, I couldn't have been. The semifinals should have been Shingo versus Naito, and then get Tom Lawler up in the. Finals, or, or you know what? Jonah would have been a better choice because Jonah was like killing it in the G1. He beat Okada. I, I feel like he should have been the one to go to the finals, lose to like Naito.
2: Well, apparently, they still made Lawler look good in this past hmm. episode in that he kind of manhandled Zach. Um, were not for Royce Isaacs getting in and Zach crumpling the poor lad. Um
3: I don't know if you saw the Apparently
2: clip.
3: Oh sorry, sorry, finish.
2: I was just gonna say that apparently Lawler uh, kind of overpowered Zach. So mm-hmm. they, they they still have him look and they did it you know the right way. They have him looking good, they have Zach winning, mm-hmm. so
3: Yeah, I'm hoping uh Tom Lawler and Royce Isaacs remain a, a mainstay in New Japan Prime going forward because Tom Lawler's meshed really well with all those guys. Um Yeah. But did you see uh, Royce Isaacs came out dressed up as Tai Chi.
2: I did hear that that <laughs> was happening. Yes. It was
3: so great. And then Tai Chi was like pointing to his mic, which was also conveniently down by his penis, and was like, "That was really small."
2: <laughs> um, I think that they they're setting up for Tag League here. Um, Ooh. honestly, seeing Dangerous Tuckers back together for real, for real. Um, and being billed as dangerous techers, which,
3: yeah,
2: you know, it was a little questionable at first. Um, I, I think that's what they're setting up for because that's the only way Zach's gonna win a fucking title, am. Um, but yeah, I, I do hope that Waller stays. I hope Isaac stays as well. They're they they work really well in Japan Prime.
3: Yeah, I I also hope that sometime before Wrestle Kingdom, uh, Zach takes that. US title off Billy No Brains. Cause that, that could put something on the line between him and Danielson.
2: Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean if if nothing changes from here to then, Danielson will beat Zach. Without a doubt.
3: I you see, I don't know. Danielson passed out to Garcia. Yeah,
1: know. but
0: Danielson ended up winning against Garcia
2: as we will get into in the future
3: he also passed out a second time today um we're, we've been going on much longer than we should have about the the um the g1 yeah um after we get um, through the recap i'll go through how our, how our predictions are doing so far with with that
2: right on um let's talk about ww yeah sure um Apparently, Sasha Banks was the victim of a car break-in. Oh, shit. Yeah, not great. Um, She apparently shared some photos. um, And apparently, somebody
0: smashed in her back windshield. Which she kind of... Like... Took in good... Not
2: not good fun, I wouldn't say, obviously.
1: She was like in good spirits
3: about it.
2: She, yeah, she wasn't super upset, I guess, because she tweeted five minutes in Oakland, just five. <laughs> so, and a, I guess all they sold were hair products, so oh, it wasn't okay. anything like super severe. I think the biggest damage is probably her car windshield yeah. um, or her back windshield, but so. Even then. Glad that she's okay. Glad that everything is. Fine for the most part. Feel bad for her though. Um I guess shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um crazy car to break into though.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, isn't that like the the best car to break into, the one that's like owned by a rich person, there'll be no problem replacing the windshield and you know no harm really. Yeah.
2: I, I think it was caught on camera, though, so I guess maybe not your best move. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, insurance will replace that, I'm sure, because yeah. it looked like a newer car. So. But anyways, sorry, Sasha. Um, also, Freddie Prinze Jr. is doing his rounds. He is on the talk media circuit. He has now come out and said that, um, and this might shock you, so sit down, hold tight, um, apparently, Vince McMahon backstage was super racist and culturally ignorant. What? Um, and that dictated a lot of how the storylines were presented in that during the time that Freddie Prince Jr. was there and obviously during the time that Vince was in charge of a lot of the storylines. Um, I know, that's shocking. I'm sorry, I don't mean to ruin your idols.
3: You're telling me Vincent K. McMahon could have been allegedly
1: racist
3: and culturally ignorant what's next you're gonna tell me he's allegedly sexist
2: unfortunately i might have more news for you
3: oh no
2: (laughs) yeah um shocker vince mcmahon's not a great guy whoops
1: allegedly Cats out of the bag allegedly
2: um. All right, let's talk about some AW stuff. Um. or oh, actually, no. Wait. One more piece of WWE news. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page said that he will not be doing a last match. He does not fucking care.
3: Oh, good. Enough of these fucking yeah. last matches. What What was Diamond yes, Dallas he... Page's last match? Let me. Look. Uh... I'll look that up while you uh continue on.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Um. Page last wrestled at AW Dynamite Bash at the Beach 2020 teaming with Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall to battle the team of MJF, the Butcher, and the Blade. There you go. Don't have to look it up. Okay. Um, he said, it's nothing I'll ever do. Conrad was like, you know, DDP, you'd be perfect to do one of these. I was like, nah, bro, I'm good. I have my last match. It's never going to be better than that. I was lucky enough to have all my boys around me and it was fun. I'm good with that.
3: Yeah, let, let him keep doing his yoga. Um,
2: Dude, I, I want to do his fucking yoga.
3: Yeah, Same let him keep making appearances uh with like fucking matt cardona and josh alexander make appearances just outside all over enough of these fucking last matches it's dumb someone's gonna get seriously injured
2: yeah it's it's so stupid it doesn't mean anything and it's a pain in the ass, honestly.
3: And, and I
1: really don't want to
2: watch somebody actually fucking die in the ring.
3: And also, like, complete, like it does disrespect to um, a lot of people's, like, final retirement matches that were carefully crafted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right.
1: For the most part, carefully um,
2: crafted. Um. All right, on to some AWs. Um, Hikaru Shida she's coming back to AW Um, and she just spent some time in Wave um, and apparently she picked up the Wave Regina D. Wave championship she defeated Suzu Suzuki um, at the Wave 15th anniversary show in Tokyo and apparently she's going to come back to AW with that championship So Hmm, very cool you know, another title for the completely illustrious women's division that's going on in AEW right now.
3: I doubt it's going to be defended on on AEW TV. Like, I mean, how can he carry? Mark, boys? that would imply
2: that that would imply that they've set aside time for a women's match. So.
3: Yeah, um, but Sheeta has Sorry. been on dark for for the I think for the last couple weeks. Um, yeah. So it'll be good to see her on TV again and and I don't know. I don't know. Tony Khan needs like Gail Kim behind him booking the women's division.
2: Honestly, at this point, fucking put Madison in charge. Madison Reign is like but we don't, she's at least had the tutelage of Gail Kim.
3: We don't know that she's like like a like a creative in, not not creative well, like
2: all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that she could lead by example
3: right i don't know tony, tony khan needs Point to be is, not the only person booking
2: right
1: he needs writers
2: yeah um also speaking of women tony khan is he lucked out a little bit um chris Statlander is out six eight months so he will not have to book her she unfortunately injured her knee um, and it's horrible because she was probably next in line for that title.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but she will be out for a hot minute. Um, it's a fucking shame, yeah. but God knows that when she comes back, she's going to put on a banger. I'm sure.
3: Yeah. It, it's just, it's also a shame knowing that probably all out's going to be Thunder Rosa versus Tony storm again. Um, would hope that it would be somebody else in that position again yeah cuz remember um, Tony Schiavone was like because Chris Tatlander's out Tony Storm the n- number one ranked is is uh, up against Thunder Rosa
0: Right, not again they've been teaming
1: <gasps> no remember Forbidden Door they fought each other at Forbidden Door it was the only women's match oh.
2: Yeah, I remember.
3: Um, I mean, you've got such a long, you've got such an extended roster. You've got so many women who could contribute. Give fucking Willow Nightingale the title shot for God's sake. Give like I don't I don't fucking know. Give anyone that's not the, not Tony Storm. I love Tony Storm. Tony Storm's been doing a killer job on on AEW, but the give it to someone else give it to someone that's not nyla rose not
1: tony storm not Britt baker
0: you'd like to see it
3: yeah uh give it to fucking julia hart like the the new julia hart yeah someone who's featured on tv or even on a j now that she's got a new character yeah. I know Anna Jay had a title um, match. I I think pretty recently. I I can't remember if it was against Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker, but I know she had one.
2: Let's just be thankful Athena's back, so that way we mm-hmm. can maybe see. I, I I'm not saying that I want to see Jay drop the title, but like at least a competitor that I can believe Tony might
1: give
0: the chance. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um.
2: Um. I've got one last piece of news. Um, and that piece of news is um, as we were talking about earlier, um, apparently at Wrestle Kingdom, we are going to be seeing some AEW talent. Uh, obviously, it's not clear what AEW talent it will be or what they'll be doing or anything about anything about anything, but we will be seeing some AEW talent, um, which, you know, that'll be cool. Yeah. That'll be fun.
3: One one can assume Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. will be on that. FTR defending the IWGP Tag Titles. Um, I mean, last year's or I guess this year's Wrestle Kingdom had one whole night for Noah versus uh, uh, New Japan. So we we might be able to see the same thing AEW versus New Japan happen at Wrestle Kingdom, which would be a lot of fun. Really cool um but it'll also be kind of weird or, or difficult to come up with some new matchups that we didn't see at forbidden door hopefully we'll actually get punk able to wrestle on it because uh he wasn't he was injured at forbidden door yeah um maybe punk
2: versus kenta
3: hangman versus okada
2: gts versus gts
3: apparently punk has no interest in in wrestling kenta that's what i heard
2: i don't give a shit what punk's (laughs) interested in i give a shit what i'm interested in um uh,
3: maybe maybe get some stardom crossover because stardom was at wrestle kingdom get some women's matches in there they were featured pretty prominently at wrestle kingdom and, and they had some killer matches
2: they had one match, but it was a killer match. I thought it was more than one. Um, I thought it was a couple. It was one. Oh no! It was the one tag team match, but it was a killer match.
3: Mm-hmm. They get a uh, get Julia versus Jamie Hater or something. Julia versus I know I think Julia wants to fight Taikoni actually or Ty Mello whatever she's going by now.
2: Don't we all want to fight Taikoni somewhere in our hearts?
3: <laughs> get a Starlight Kid versus fucking um... Despy. <laughs> <laughs> no starlight kid versus daniel garcia
0: <laughs> while well, Despi sits in the wings just like
3: <laughs> Despi's in a shark cage all right you want to talk about tonight's dynamite
2: yeah let's talk about tonight's dynamite while well, i change the sign which i do often mm-hmm. um for you spotify listeners out there i change the sign regularly
3: Idro asked, Miss Dynamite, was it good? I think it was a killer night. Now that they've got their storytellers back.
0: Um. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad dynamite. It was a dynamite that I would.
2: suggest watching. Um. I just, I also just think that tonight's dynamite was um, uh, very commercial heavy. So there was a lot of, we've been here for five seconds, and then in picture and picture, and I was like, that doesn't mean anything to me because yeah. I'm not paying attention to picture and picture.
3: In the final match, I think it, there there were two commercial breaks that were split by like four minutes. Um, yeah. But, there was one
2: point where I like took one note and then we were back to commercial break and I was like, Jesus Christ, did I fucking tap out a little bit or like?
3: But we have we have acknowledged before that Dynamite's commercial breaks are very fast. Like they're much faster than than impacts or WWEs. Um, but let's talk about some Dynamite. As we mentioned before, we had the return of Kenny Omega. Um, we also had some tension between Punk and John Moxley, which started off the show, Punk comes out, he said, I don't have a smile, but I have the prettiest belt. I haven't been here in some time, and I have some business to attend to. I want to get the not-so-important things out of the way. There's someone from around these parts that I would like to challenge to a rematch, and I'd love to do it right now in front of you beautiful people. Hangman Adam Page. It's very interesting he called out Page. And that page didn't come out. Um, that yeah. M- makes me wonder like what happened. Like we didn't see Hangman the entire night. Um, Part of me wonders maybe we were supposed to get Punk versus Hangman next week. And because, I don't know, Hangman was sick or something. um,
1: Mox versus Punk was pushed up.
3: I don't know. Um so Punk uh, Hangman doesn't come out. Punk says, "You want that rematch? You got it right here right now." And it doesn't come out. That's not cowboy shit, that's coward shit. A little bit of advice, the apology must be as loud and public as the disrespect. If anybody has a problem with the champion, I suggest you come on down Everybody wants to be the champ until it's time to do champ shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I understand that John Moxley has a lot of fans, but he is not number one in this ring. I am AEW champion. I know what it takes to talk a big game and say you're the best in the world. I know what, it, what it's like to lose, but John Moxley has always been number two. Someone has always had his number, and I'm that guy. Moxley is the third best guy in his own group, and that seems to be a recurring thing in his career. <laughs> Get it? The Shield. Blackpool Combat Club, he said, I am the best, Mox has been here carrying the torch, I broke my foot, the only person to break bones in the last six months is me, it may be my own, but I'm not telling lies, he is the interim champ, look it up, it means temporary, he's not willing to test himself against his best friend, his best friend is the third best Third best Eddie I've been in the ring with, that's uh, Eddie Guerrero and probably Eddie Edwards, Um, he's the second best Kingston I've been in the locker room with Kofi Kingston tell me when I'm telling lies I've missed missed competing in this ring I haven't defended this title and I plan on doing that at all out I can't wait to test my belt against Moxley's going to Chicago Moxley isn't even the first John I'm going to beat in Chicago for the belt what does that mean
1: what does he mean by that
3: Moxley uh, isn't the first John I'm gonna beat. In. Oh! John Cena probably. He probably fought Cena in Chicago. More, more insane match. So I think I've watched it. Hold on. John Cena versus CM Punk. I feel like that was Chicago. Because um, uh... it, it was Money in the Bank. Money in the bank. Oh, t- was it? Yeah. Um.
1: Rosemont, Illinois. So. Pr- pretty much Chicago.
3: Um. Oh yeah, Miriam's right, because that's when he took the title and left the arena through the crowd. Okay.
2: Oh. Uh, all right. I-
3: I've seen that. So Moxley comes out. And and Punk says, (laughs) It's going to take a while for him to get to the ring. I want to do some snow angels. And he does do some snow angels in the ring. (laughs) Uh, Mox says, Look out, ladies and gentlemen. CM Punk is dropping pipe bombs. (laughs) Doing what he does best, writing checks with his mouth, mouth that his body can't cash. You live in a fantasy world. In your mind, you're the best wrestler in the world. Most nights, you're not the best wrestler in catering. You think that mic in your hands is power. This is the real world. It's just a mic. The words, you spit, uh, the words you spit in don't mean shit. That belt doesn't mean shit. And to be fair, this belt doesn't mean shit. Not until I beat you. I am the heart and soul in this company. Every time I'm called Interim, it makes me think of you, and it makes me sick. Punk says, you can be the heart and soul, I'll be the dollars and the cents. You can tell Punk was trying to go off-script a bit, and... and just you know improv with mox because there was a change in vernacular that um, both of them were using and mox caught on and he he went off a little bit by saying this you knew you can't we know you came to AEW because you ran out of money and then he returns to the script he says being the best is about heart and soul and guts we ran you we know you ran out of fighting spirit a long time ago Want to prove me wrong? I don't think you're going to do shit. Punk said, We have a match of the pay-per-view. If I touch you now, I think you'll just bleed all over me. And then a whole brawl breaks out. It's split up by security. Mox tries to, like, dive over security. Um, but they're split up eventually. We then have an interview. I just
2: love the... Sorry, I just love he, the, if I touch you now, you may bleed all over me.
3: Because at least, at least he gets it. Um, Mox does bleed way too much.
2: You, you flick Mox, and suddenly he's bladed, he's <laughs> bloody, and you're like... Somebody has
3: to now that Cody's gone.
2: You're right. <laughs> They've got all those extra straight-edge blades backstage, and Mox is like, Well, somebody's got to do something with these. <laughs>
3: uh, we then have an interview with Powerhouse Hobbs. He said, I don't need any friends. Ricky, you proved to the world your true colors came out that you're that you're okay with losing. You parade around like you're God's gift in this business. you hid behind my back because you knew I'd get the job done. I was hired to make sure you stayed champion and you couldn't do it, but he also that kind of that's kind of contradictory. He says he was hired to make sure Ricky stayed the champion, but he's blaming Ricky saying he couldn't do it. He couldn't stay champion, but that just implies that Hobbs couldn't do his job you know.
0: That's true.
3: Um Hobbs then turns around and says as far as QT in the factory, I've got something for them too. Um then we have Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia, two out of three falls, the first match of the night.
2: Yeah. Um and you know, the, the match starts exactly the way you would think the match would start, where it's just kind of brutal attacks. Um Danielson and Garcia just kind of kick each other for a little while. Um, we we'll get some yes kicks and a knee to Garcia, which doesn't slow him down. We kind of go into exchanging some chops. Um we then get a suplex into a Jujikitami to Danielson, but Danielson bites it, gets out before it's locked in. We then get a big suplex to Daniel, but that's not enough to put him out. Neither is the submission that follows that. Um Danielson then hits a drop kick through the ropes to Garcia, but it doesn't serve Danielson really because he gets suplexed ringside right afterwards. Um, and then Garcia pulls a little trick out of his hat just says a little like fuck you with uh, the hammer and anvil up was to Danielson prior to going into what they're now affectionately calling the dragon tamer um, which doesn't it it doesn't quite work Um, we end up going for a pile driver after that Garcia then gets the first ball because he knocks out Danielson Um, and then I looked away for five seconds and Danielson got the second ball um, shortly after commercial break, like maybe five seconds afterwards. Um then Danielson puts Garcia in the tree of woe, um, gets some yes kicks. Then it's a nearly deathly simplex to Garcia. Uh it's a fucking it's a high up on the shoulders, if you will. Um then Danielson hits what I thought was actually more convincingly terrifying, which was a missile drop kick that sends Garcia out to ringside. Um, we then transition to pulling each other into the ring post, which is kind of cute because then you see like the trading of like, hand holdings as they go, boo, oh, now it's your turn, Boo, now it's your turn, ooh. It's perfect. <laughs> um, Danielson is then nearly counted out, uh, but he trucks himself back in the ring. Um, we get a knee to Danielson because Garcia is learning, um, which nearly takes the sweet lad out, but Gar- uh, Danielson fights back, gets back to his knees, um, Garcia stomps the head of Danielson Before Danielson turns it around Gets the LaBelle lock on Garcia Garcia wiggles free somewhat easily Before being tossed right back into the label lock And Garcia checks the fuck out And uh, Danielson wins And then it gets fun Then it gets fucking fun
0: Would you like to elaborate, Marcus?
3: Yeah, yeah So Jericho comes down from the ramp and commentary acknowledges it saying that Jericho has walked away while Daniel Garcia is like offering a hand to Danielson um, and uh, uh, Jericho kind of, he starts attacking Danielson and then Garcia, he, he pushes Jericho away and confronts him and they they exchange some words that we we can't really catch, but um, yeah, it looks like we might be seeing a face turn from Daniel Garcia.
2: Yeah, or a turn of some sort.
3: Yeah. Uh, maybe tweener. Maybe we'll get a Daniel Garcia versus uh, Zack Sabre Junior at Wrestle Kingdom.
2: All right, that would be a fucking promo and a half.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we suddenly find out that Daniel Garcia is a George Michael fan
0: <laughs> God
3: Um, and it's it's a contest to see who's the biggest George Michael fan <laughs> um, so then we get an interview with Swerve and Our Glory and Private Party Swerve says you're welcome by the way Isaiah says for what last week you disrespected us in case you didn't know we're number five Actually don't know that it's Isaiah. I was looking down my notes the whole time and couldn't tell who was talking. Um and one of one of private party. Um Swerve says, y'all have oh no. Yeah. Swerve says y'all have been here for how long, and this is the closest you're gonna get to these titles. Keith says, after facing us, uh you're gonna face us, then you can walk your asses back down the ladder. Um and then one of them says, one of Private Party says, we're taking those titles back to New York. Tony Nice then comes out to the ring. Apparently he was supposed to have a match, but then Mox storms out, attacks Tony Nice. <laughs> and he says, say it, Punk. I'm sick of waiting. Let's get this shit over with. CM Punk comes out, security immediately behind him. Not quite as as exciting as Seth Seth Rollins sprinting away from security at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> god (laughs) um but uh they they start brawling it's separated by security and there was announced that punk versus uh mox is gonna happen at uh next week so who knows what's gonna happen to lead to all out but i feel like if it's anything but mox and punk they're missing out on on a build right now so i feel like it's gonna be mox and punk and like some weird stipulation Um, so then we get an interview with Jericho and 2.0 Jericho says I'm going to give you a pass tonight Danny you didn't realize when you put your hands on me I need to know for sure next week I want to talk to you face to face whose side are you on and then Ricky the Dragon Steamboat who was there for um, to be a guest timekeeper he says I watched Garcia and that young kid is coming into his own Jericho, you're the same guy 14, 15 years ago. If anybody should have mentored Garcia, I think Danielson would be the better choice. Jericho says, I haven't liked you for 15 years. Stay out of my business. Um, (laughs) Angelo Parker gets in Ricky's face and he says, You stay out of this business. And then Ricky just smacks Angelo. (laughs) Did you notice? Did you notice today? Things felt more cohesive. They felt like like AEW felt more together, and and a lot of that might have I, to do with Kenny being back.
2: I, there's there's room to say that I don't know, um, but it definitely did feel a lot more co- 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 cohesive. Ooh,
3: new word. Yeah, and I I feel like it's it's the EVPs that actually have a lot to do with with how the company feels because when Cody left. It felt like shit just fell apart, you know? Um and and now that one EVP returned, Kenny, things feel just a little bit a little bit more full. Yeah. Um so then we get the Varsity Blondes versus Gun Club the Ass Boys.
2: Um
0: let me start by saying multiple things here. Sorry,
2: this Yankee game is just insane. Um, One. I have a really good fucking joke that I've been holding on to for weeks now. And that joke will come clean at the end of tonight. Um, And by that, I mean at the end of the matches and promos. Two. um, I didn't take notes on this match. You know why? Because there was
0: barely room for me to take notes on this match. Griff Garrison got fucking jobbed out.
1: He got fucking murked. I mean, he's... He's
3: kind of a jobber to begin with.
1: Well, he lived up to that
2: name then because he got fucking <laughs> he got got, if you will.
3: Um. Yeah.
2: If it if it's not clear through my commentary here, Gun Club won and Griff Garrison lost.
1: Just Griff Garrison.
2: Well, to be fair, Brian Pillman Jr. was not part of that at all
3: yeah um but after after the match billy gunn comes into the ring and says that's what gets things done i am super proud of you two i've done a lot of really great things in my career the one thing is working next to you two and then stokely hathaway comes out same way he did with ethan page and uh as as billy's distracted by stokely the ass boys just attack billy they attack their own father um, then the acclaimed come out for the save, and
2: their father
0: as well,
3: yeah, yeah, um, daddy ass is saved by the acclaimed, but man, oh, that, that was tragic, Billy Gunn being turned on my own sons.
2: it was a Greek myth there for you,
3: yeah. Um and and I think we'll be seeing an eventual uh, ass boys versus acclaimed, two. Probably not a dumpster match. Probably a Billy Gun on a pole match.
1: Um.
3: So then we had a, a death triangle promo. Pack says, United Empire, Little Billy tells me you like to parade around like you're the best Britain produced. I beg to differ. We have unfinished business. I'm looking forward to next week. Me familia, we are an unstoppable unit. You'll see how dangerous Death Triangle are. We'll see you in Cleveland. So, it looks like next week is going to be pretty big with uh, Death Triangle versus United Empire. Mox versus... uh, um, punk I don't remember what else is next week um, so Jungle Boy then comes out to the ring he says a couple weeks ago I came out here with a special t-shirt on it got me into a lot of trouble what would say like Christian Cage is a pussy
2: yeah something like that
3: um, for weeks now I've tried to hit Christian Cage every chance I got Tried my hands, tried a chair. I even used my car, and he has done absolutely nothing. I would never just take that. The way I see it, either I can continue to chase you until I get my hands on you, or you could man up and face me at all out. Unless the shirt was right and you're just too big of a puh, and then Christian Cage comes out. He said, "So you're cha- like we can't say that on TV. <laughs> He said, "So you're challenging me to a match at all out, huh?" My answer is nope. Uh, Things are getting out of hand. We saw when Luchasaurus got himself suspended when he headbutted an official. This is getting out of hand. I am proud of you. Look, Look at you out here speaking with confidence. I had to go home and do some reflecting. Obviously, frustration boiled over when you lost the titles. We said some things and did some things that I don't think either of us meant. I don't want to fight you. I want to fix this, Jack. I want to go on another run. This time, I'm going to take you to the promised land. At the end of the day, we're family. I love you. You're like a son to me. Come home. Jungle Boy then attacks Christian, and they start brawling back and forth before we fade away. And then we have FTR and Wardlow in a promo. Cash says, we chose to stand side by side with Wardlow. He didn't ask for help, but there's no way we're letting letting him get thrown around by you clowns. Wardlow says, big man, I don't care how big you are, anybody, everybody gets power Uh Dax then says, "People, uh, Jay Lethal, people called you best in the world, today the best pro wrestler is me. If you've got a problem with the three of us, Jay Lethal, what do you say? So, looks like six man tag, I think they're planning for All Out, which is a shame because I don't know, I want to see FTR in a tag match at, at All Out not a not a six man
2: i think they're being very gentle with it yeah um with the tag belts um i think the FTR are going to eventually get those tag belts i just think that they're trying to be like careful
3: i don't even i don't even want like a tag title match because yeah i don't know oh you just want like a yeah. tag match. I just want FTR being FTR. They could be fighting Swerve and Argory, they could be fighting the Young Bucks, or they could fucking just be fighting Chaos Project. I just want FTR and a 2-1-2 because it's what they do best.
2: Yeah, that's right.
3: Get me a fucking FTR versus, I don't know, bring somebody over from Impact. Like, Violent by Design. <laughs> Get OGK. Mm-hmm um so uh after that we have kylan king versus tony storm
2: yeah um kylan ends up getting the side headlock on tony um she avoids a drop kick um but when she goes for a drop kick tony avoids that Um. kylan sends tony back first into the apron and then the barricade once we bring side um Back in the ring, Kylan hits Tony with a spine buster and goes to get, like, a sort of pump handle slam, I guess, or if you're not familiar with any of the words I just said there, a riptide. It was a riptide. Tony ends up, however, getting free suplex in Kylan, gets the hip attack in the corner, which apparently Tony is now calling Sweet Cheeks music, which I think is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Um... And then we get a bonkers little pendulum DDT to Kylan for Tony to win, which I like the pendulum DDT. I think it looks cool. And Tony does it really well because Tony gets her entire body in the air for the whole thing.
3: So. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of pendulum moves, um, you know who I want to see
1: O'clock. show up? What? Clock. Who?
2: Well, you said a pendulum move and I said clocks because, you know,
1: pendulum Oh, oh.
2: That wasn't the joke, but if you like jokes, uh, stay tuned because there is a great joke coming up.
3: Um, but speaking of pendulum moves, um, I, I, I really want to see Hammerstone make an appearance at AEW, even if it's just a small appearance. You know, I miss that little fucker. I do, too. Alexander Hammerstone is... he still is...
0: the champion at AEW?
3: Yeah, yeah. He's still champ um he he's a great wrestler really great wrestler um his finisher is is insane um give him a match against mjf that'd be great mjf they're both faction i don't know who that is okay maxwell jacob friedman
2: oh gotcha
3: um also apparently um in, in their promo mox kissed punk So he's feeling the Effie effect.
2: Aren't we all feeling the Effie effect? (laughs) (laughs) If you can get it, why not go for it?
3: (laughs) All right. so then our main event. Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee versus the Young Bucks and their mystery partner. Um, But the Young Bucks come out. Brandon Cutler hands a piece of paper to Justin Roberts. And the commentators are like, so Brandon Cutler is their third but then the, Justin Roberts reads out the paper and it just goes on and on about like this, this intro, his favorite candy bar is the Charleston Chew um, and then when he said North Carolina you know immediately who that is. That's Kenny by
1: God Omega.
2: Kenneth! Yeah. Um, great to see him back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Ass fat. Looking good. Um, We'll get into it. He he didn't look fantastic. But I it's nice to see him back. He's still got a little bit
0: of ring rest, there.
3: but he's he's what what matters I, is his storytelling because he's one of the best storytellers I, in the biz.
2: I also think a lot of people are like, Oh, I don't think he's ready to come back and it's like I honestly don't think Kenny's ever gonna come back. Like Yeah. Either we see him back and he's not hundred percent or we don't see him back at all, which if and, and you know what, you might prefer that and that's fine, but that's just what it is, I think at this point. It's, one or the other.
1: Yeah.
3: And
2: if Kenny wants to come back, there's only so much that the fans can do to tell him not to.
3: And I mean, Kenny even said himself he's never he's not going to be 100% ever again. Like that's just a fact. Yeah. Um but even 70%, Kenny is is miles ahead what we saw in the past 4 years cuz he got injured 2017 has been wrestling with with vertigo just a horrible joint injuries this entire time. Probably at like fucking 10% or something. So if we're seeing Kenny at 70%, which I think he said that's roughly where he's going to be. That's still incredible.
0: Yeah. I can't deny that.
1: So uh, let's get started with this matchup.
2: The match! All right, so Andrade straight up is like, no, not having it, not here for it, didn't sign up for this. Um, we start with Dragon Lee, we get a shoulder tackle that takes Nick to the ground, um, you know, we, uh, Nick hits his Lucha Libre arm drag off the ropes, um, Bucks end up taking down all of Faccion. Um and then Kenny gets in, and it's fucking incredible. Um, we get ten shots to the head of Lee, he gets Lee on his shoulders. Um, hits the Death Valley driver. Looks a little funky, but it's fine.
0: Yeah,
3: he, uh, we then get a. He was trying to land on his feet, like like he used to always do. Um, but he yeah. he couldn't, and he, he made a he little thing on of his it.
1: Ass.
2: Yeah, um, then um we get kind of a famouser two leaf from Kenny after the Bucks get in. The Bucks end up taking control. Dragon Lee finally tags out. He gets Entrada in. Um, and then Jose gets up on the apron, starts distracting. That allows Rouge to blindside Kenny, who gets who's back in at this point. Um Nick, we go to cornbreak again. Nick is in for a hot minute, only for him to um he tags out to Matt. Matt gets um goes for his triple northern light suplex, but Roosh comes in, stops the third. Um and luckily though, with the guts of the elite combined. They end up suplexing all of La Faxion. Um we get some drop kicks to Matt from Facción, though. Rouge goes for the drop kick, but fakes out Matt, kicks him. Um Nick comes in, he gets laid out by Lee. Um
0: Dragon Lee then drops.
2: Um what does that mean? Sorry. I know it's weird. Dragon Lee um tags out to Andrade. We see Kenny versus Andrade. Kenny kicks an intruding Roosh, gets him with an Enzagiri, hits Andrade with a Snapdragon Suplex, hits Dragon Lee with another one. Bucks come in, they hit super kicks to Andrade and Roosh. Lee then goes for a drag. I love talking. I love saying words and talking about wrestling. Lee goes for a hurricane run on Nick, but Nick catches him, power bombs him into the corner. In that corner, Dragon Lee meets two kicks from Kenny and Nick. Um, or Matt, rather. Then we get a big super kick party, but that's not enough. Kenny goes for the suicide dive on Lee, but Lee grabs him. Kenny is Kenny. Kenny goes for it again. And Kenny can't walk. Or Kenny sells that he can't walk. Lest he be nervous. Um, Kenny was very clearly selling the fact that he couldn't walk and like he couldn't do this and that. Yeah. Um. And then we end up getting, Kenny kind of goes for that suicide dive again, but he gets dragged out of the ring by Andrade and um, uh, I believe Jose um, and Roosh. And he is put on top of the barricade. And then Dragon Lee suicide dives out of the barricade onto Kenny, sending him over the barricade, sending himself over the barricade. They both land ringside, and by ringside I mean in the seats.
3: It it wasn't just a suicide dive. It was a suicide dive neck breaker.
2: Oh, which is worse.
3: Yeah. Objectively worse. <laughs> onto, onto the hard concrete, and, and I was immediately worried about Kenny because I was like, D- yeah. is he about to get vertigo once again?
2: Um, Andrade then goes up top, and Nick grabs him. He gets Hurricane Rana off of the apron by Dragon Lee. And you kind of think that this is where they're going to start turning it around, where Lafaxion is going to kind of get it. Um, Andrade hits the moonsault off the ropes. He misses it first, but because Kenny rolls away, he luckily gets it a second time. Pin doesn't, it's not quite there. Dragon Lee is then legal. Kenny tries to scurry away, but gets a big knee to the face of Lee to kind of separate himself a little bit. Gets the V trigger. Takes his time a little bit. He wants the one-winged angel, but Kenny is kind of weak. He's feeling a a little shaky. Um but then he gets the one wing angel and he wins while the Bucks hold um Rush and Landrade back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um really fun match, really great stuff. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully uh Kenny can kinda work his way back up and get back to feeling comfortable in the ring again. Yeah. Um but it, I mean, based on how he was performing today, I feel like it's gonna be sooner rather than later
2: absolutely i i i think that a lot of what he was doing selling the well i don't know if i can do this was selling.
3: yeah yeah um and and i'm sure trio's matches are the best thing for him because it means there's more time for him to recover between spots um yeah and and he doesn't have to carry the match he's got the bucks to rely on for that um and, I mean, Andrade is a great person to be working against because the the dude's a pro. So he's going to keep him safe the whole time. Yeah. Plus, well, so I think they've worked together a bunch in the past. I know we watched his match in Mexico um, for the trip layout title.
2: I think a lot of the people that Kenny will potentially have to face, um, I think, He's got good history with, so I think that it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think trios is really best for him right now. It's a good way to ease him back into things, um, and instead of just a tag match where you've only got one other person to rely on, you've got two other people, and the two other people that you're relying on are a notorious tag team, you mm-hmm.
3: know. And and your best so, friends too.
2: Yeah, it's no worries.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and th- I mean their next opponents are are most likely United Empire. Where, uh although That's Osprey is banger. very fast in the ring, I feel like th- he's got a pretty easy finisher to uh to be careful with because that hidden blade it. It's softy. Yeah, I've seen a slow mo of that. It just grazes. It just grazes the person's head.
2: And also, it's there's very little room for anything horrible to happen with a hidden blade. Yeah. You know, it's not like a a power bomb or a fucking you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's not scary.
3: Yeah, yeah. All right. So you want to talk about the best of the night?
2: I want to talk about my joke. Okay.
0: Are you excited for the joke? I, I'll wait. So, um, the McMahons
2: the McMahons, are they're going through it right now right they they've had a they've, they're probably going to hit be hit with a lot of lawsuits Their 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 finances are probably pretty tight um and that's probably why they ended up selling their um penthouse in Stamford um but i've got news on 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 um, where they where they're where they're moving would you like to know where they're moving
0: mark where A McMansion.
3: <laughs> oh look, we've been banned by Twitch. Oh my God.
0: Oh God.
3: Thank you, Mary, for a hundred and fifty bits. you feel good
2: chef's kiss beautiful how does she do it
3: all right uh, well <laughs> now that we're past that <laughs> you want to talk about the are we ever the really night?
0: past it
3: you, you want to talk about some a promo of the night
2: i guess if you want to bring us down enough <laughs> all
3: right so let's let's work backwards a little bit here FTR and Wardlow's promo is not too great. Jungle Boys and Christian's promo was also not very... Uh, uh, yeah. Eh, eh, that's fine. Uh, Death Triangle's promo was fine. Um, JAS's was whatever. Um, Swerve in our glories and private parties was fine. Hobbs's interview was fine. So that just leaves punk and Mox and, You know, I think that was the best one tonight.
0: I think my joke was the best promo tonight.
1: That wasn't a promo, that was a fucking match I just went through.
2: um i will agree with you purely because i liked watching cesaro or sorry claudio um hold on to mox (laughs) um i know that was the second promo and that wasn't the first one but it was still part of it and it made me happy
3: that's good um all right let's talk about wrestler of the night here are three options ready oh also before we um do that if you have a question for us for after the best of the night, please leave it in the chat now. We'll get to it after the best of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We'll get to it in the next one. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live. We love chatting with you. We love telling jokes to you. Well, Liz loves telling jokes to I you. I will
2: keep telling you jokes.
3: And uh, also DM us on Twitter at with with any questions you got. All right, wrestler of the night. Here are your three choices.
1: Brian Danielson. Kenny Omega. Daniel Garcia.
0: Daniel Garcia.
1: I agree. I agree. Alright. Um and
3: finally let's do the match of the night. Um, I think the match of the night is a no contest here. Although
2: two there weren't any no contest matches tonight.
0: Just doesn't end, doesn't it? Yeah, it never <laughs> will. Um. Uh,
3: so, although I gave two matches the same rating, um, I think the match of the nights Danielson versus Garcia. That
2: oh, was a banger. I will yeah. give you that. That was a banger.
3: Yeah um the trios match was was another really good one um but i think danielson and garcia was was the oh we forgot to mention we kind of ended on the cliffhanger Uh, so after the match andrade's pissed off at, at losing so oh, he,
0: yeah
3: he uh gives a ddt to dragon lee and that ddt takes off dragon lee's mask which of course is yeah, a huge a huge thing for luchadors. Um
2: Do you think that was intentional or do you think that was an oh accident? Yeah,
3: I think that was intentional. I mean think of, think about okay. all the moves all these luchadors go through and, and none of their masks come off. Um
2: Yeah, I feel like Dragonly must have loosened it or something.
3: Yeah, or or we missed Andrade like forcibly loosen it or something. Um so I wonder if that's where we're going to go next week or, or Rampage or something um but I I'm I'm liking this cuz WWE started doing this too. They end on cliffhangers. Get us watching mm-hmm. the next week. This shit's right on. fun. Wrestling's fun. Its episodes take us into the next one. Um All right, so match of the night Danielson vs.
1: Garcia, if you agree, that is.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh wrestler than Night, Daniel Garcia. Alright, now uh let's
2: Good job, Daniel.
3: Let's uh let's go over our predictions for the G one. Shall we? New Japan Pro Wrestling oh, yeah. G one.
2: I the way you said that, I was like, the G one's already like happened. <laughs> Like, I don't think we can make more predictions.
3: We we also have to go but. over predictions for emergence because we haven't talked about that yet. Um, But let's start with G1. It's not over yet, but it's over for us. So, for you. Yeah. So I got ba- basically where we're at right now. I can't win. Neither of us can get any more right. <laughs> In moving forward so the the record the score is i'm one and six liz is four and three uh you got the block wow. a winner right with okada i got it wrong with tom lawler you got block b right with tamatanga i got it wrong with jay white uh you got block c winner wrong with zack saber jr i got it right with naito wow. Uh, you got Block D winner right with Will Osprey. I could have sworn you picked Juice Robinson. I,
2: I I wish it were easy for me to go back and check. Um, let me look at my impact notes. If we did it there,
1: um, yeah, it definitely would have been during impact. But if,
0: if you if you um.
1: if I what
0: yeah I've got no notes on it
3: okay well um, um I mean I'm,
2: but if you wrote it down I must have said it
3: either way even if even if you picked Juice Robinson you would have still won you would have been three and four Um, but as far as the semifinals went uh, you were correct in that Okada would win the A and B uh, semi I was wrong picking Jay White to win that and with the C and D block semis, we are both wrong. You picked Zack Sabre Jr. to win that. I picked Naito to win that. Really, Will Ospreay won. Um, and with the G1 Climax finals, we were. There's no way either of us could be right because you picked Zack Sabre Jr. I picked Naito. Um, same deal with the, with the semis. So
2: ZSJ all day, all day. Baby.
3: So you hold on to that uh to that title but now let's talk about our our emergence predictions impact emergence so we tied we both went six and two um brian myers beat bupender i got that right you got that wrong mike bailey beat jack evans we were both right chris sabin uh, Chris Saban and Kushida lost to Violent by Design. We both got that right. Sammy Callahan beat Steve Macklin. Both got that right. Um, Bullet Club beat Honor No More. You got that right. I got that wrong. Um, Bandito beat Ray wh- your
2: part? It, it
3: really was. Uh, Bandido beat Ray Horace. We both got that right. Uh, Vexed beat Rosemary and of Valkyrie for the knockouts tag titles we both got that right um, Jordan Grace beat Mia Yim for the um, oh wait back back to Bull Club and Honor No More, Honor No More beat Bullet Club and I, I picked Bullet Club um, Jordan Grace beat Mia Yim for the knockouts title we both got that wrong Um, And then Josh Alexander beat Alex Shelley for the Impact World Championship. We both got that right. So, it's a tie. Not really much for us to do. Defender wins in a tie, I I think. I think that's the consensus we came to.
1: Or it's vacant.
3: No. (laughs) Um so we'll see what 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 we do next obviously we've got the trio's tournament kinda as our our ongoing predictions right now but the next thing coming up I think we've got clash of the castle um we've got all out back to back um I don't I mean, unless we want to do a GCW show, but I'd honestly rather not.
2: I'd be throwing caution to the wind in, like, the worst way.
3: Yeah. It would be.
0: Um.
1: Yeah. I'm not seeing anything
3: else for August. There's no more Impact shows. Um, New Japan's Burning Spirit begins September 2nd.
2: Oh good, that's what everyone wants to see.
3: I think that's just like a a nothing show, though.
2: That's their filler group shit before we go into the, um...
1: Tag League?
2: Is World Tag League next? I think so. Where they're probably gonna be like, Here's 500 tag teams! It's gonna be like, no one wanted that!
3: No, I, I want 500 tag teams. The more, the better. Give me the most entrance in the tournament. Um, But it does look like the next thing is Clash at the Castle. Which we will be doing predictions for. We won't be doing a recap of that or a live watch along. Because it's my birthday. I want to celebrate my birthday. But we'll be here for All Out the the very next day. Um,
2: Yes, we will be.
1: Yeah. So
3: All Out's the 4th. After that, though, we've got more Burning Spirit. Um, I'm not seeing really anything else to do predictions on. Um, Unless there's an impact show in here, because I think Victory Road September. That's just not on Cage Match.
1: Um, Is
3: there... Is there a WWE show that's um, after Clash of the Castle? I don't know.
1: Okay.
2: I am not the one to know.
3: Uh, oh wait, so after Burning Spirit it's Royal Quest.
2: Oh, because they're going to England.
1: Oh, right, right, right. Okay. That's going to be fun. Oh yeah, Extreme Rules is happening October eighth. That'll be fun. Um, alright. Cool. You wanna you wanna close out the show?
0: Yeah, sure.
2: Okay. If you tuned in tonight. Thank you so much. If you tuned in, in the future. Thank you so much. I'm drinking a soda out of a smoothie. Um, please tune in tomorrow to watch the
0: Mark show where Mark will talk about Impact and I won't be here I'll be busy um, going
2: out with coworkers and getting disappointed by the Yankees um, so if you enjoy Impact and you find it impactful watch Mark, he'll be talking about it um, in the meantime Mark, where can they find
3: us? Yeah, well, tomorrow you can find me, I guess, at Twitch.tv forward slash Pinfall Podcast, um, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify. It's all Pinfall podcasts. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza at Elaine two And remember, a brand new episode of the Universal Pokemon Federation comes out tomorrow. Huge episode leading to the second anniversary, which will be happening in September. So we got tomorrow's episode, and then we've got September's episode. It is, it is, some big stuff is coming, so definitely tune in. It's coming out tomorrow at upfworld.com. Um, uh, big implications on the line. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow for Impact. Until then, have a great rest of your night and a great start to your Thursday. Buh-bye.